Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Artists for Artists. My name is Tyler. I am the artist behind Tyler Ryan Illustrations. And today in episode two, we're going to be identifying artist block and burnout and how to overcome this. Um, as artists, we should always be progressing, always moving forward. There's always new techniques to learn. There's always uh, new challenges to face. It doesn't matter how long you've been doing it or, um, you know, how many artworks you've created. Uh, you should always be striving to get better. And something that prevents us from doing that is artist block or getting burnt out on doing art in general. Um, so basically in today's episode, we're going to go over 10 things. We're going to go over identifying artist block and burnout, uh, taking a break, trying a new style, uh, changing subjects of art, looking at others' art for inspiration, working on a study, uh, changing mediums, doing something else that is also creative, setting strict rules for yourself, and also collaborating with other artists. So um, to start, we're going to go over what is artist block or what is burnout. So artist block is when you get to that point where no matter what you do, no matter what you try, you just absolutely hate what you're doing. You hate the work that you're doing. Um, you don't want to do anything in regards to art at all. Um, so when it comes to artist block, um, the main downfall to it is if you're trying to be a freelance artist and you're trying to build a career out of this, you don't ever want to become stagnant where you're not putting out content. Um, and that's what artist block can lead to. Now, the other side of this is burnout. And while it's very similar to artist block, it's not quite as intense. Burnout means you're still working on projects. Um, you're just probably not putting your best work forward because you're just burnt out from all the drawing you've been doing. And this is a lot of times due to either overwork or oversaturation of a certain subject. Um, being part of Destiny Community Artists, I'm sure there's many artists in that group that can identify with sometimes um, doing destiny art again and again and again can start to burn you out. And in order to avoid that, you need to um, take some time to step away and draw something else or maybe try something new, even if it's still related to the same subject, but maybe um, switching it up so it's not the same old thing because that's what's going to lead to that burnout. It's that repetition of doing um, the same old thing over and over again. So, um, what are some ways to overcome artist blocker or, or burnout? So first suggestion I would say is just taking a small break. Um, this break doesn't have to be super long. It can be a couple days, um, even just some hours. Sometimes you get artist block just in the middle of doing an illustration. Um, and so it's important to, uh, give yourself a, a moment to reset your mind, kind of recalibrate and then get back into it. Now, what I want to advise is not to take too long of a break, um, especially if it's going on a couple days. Um, now, if you're still not feeling the creative juices flowing and you're still having trouble getting back into art, the best way to kind of overcome that artist block after taking a break is just starting out small again. Do something simple, something that's just focused on one object or you know one uh, dynamic piece. Um, it could be something as simple as drawing like a still life, like an apple, you know, sometimes doing something simple that just kind of lets you focus on one thing. It kind of gives you that refresher of your brain and it lets you 
get back into doing some more in-depth and detailed work. And a lot of times as a freelance artist, that detailed work is going to be your commissions uh, since that's what you're going to be spending most of your time on. So it's always important to take a break, even when you've been drawing all day. You know, some people draw eight hours a day. Um, it's important to get up, walk around, you know, go outside, get some fresh air, grab a bite to eat. Anything that kind of gives your brain that rest, because unlike other jobs that may be more physically demanding, artists um, are actually very mentally demanding. You're focusing so um, so hard on a certain subject that a lot of times you can get lost in it. And when you get lost in it, that's when you start missing uh, the greater picture. So if you get kind of caught up in all the little details and you're just really working on the same piece for, you know, eight hours or something like that, you'll find that when you take a step away and you come back, let's say an hour later, you'll start to notice, oh, I kind of, I don't like how that looks. So I'm going to change that. Or, oh, maybe I made a mistake here. Maybe the anatomy is not right. And I need to adjust that if it's like a design on the character. Um, all those things start to become more apparent once you take that moment to step away and take a break and make that time for yourself. Um, so it's important to to take a break. Um, you know, if you've been doing commissions for a year straight, take a month off doing commissions and just do artwork for yourself. Now, you're not stopping drawing, but you're giving yourself that freedom to be able to to draw what you like and what you want to do. Um, and that can a lot of times lead to a better product. Once you do start taking commissions again, you're refreshed and you're ready to take on new challenges. Um, so the next one with trying a new style. So a lot of us get caught up in doing um, a specific style, whether it be like a chibi style for character design, or maybe you like, you know, really photorealistic stuff. Uh, maybe you only like black and white charcoal um, whatever your preference of style is, a lot of times as artists, we, we naturally just gravitate towards doing that. And if you want to avoid that artist block and burnout, it's important to try a new style. Um, if you're traditionally hyper detailed and almost photorealistic with your artwork, try doing something cartoony. Try doing something that kind of lets you be a little bit more loose and fluid and you'll notice that when you go back to doing those those high details, you'll feel refreshed. You you really will want to, because you've been doing simplistic drawings for so long, you want to get into those details again. You want to really grind it out and vice versa. You know, if, you're, if your style is very cartoony, maybe try something a little bit more, more realistic. It might actually help you in the long run um, with cartoons or with, um, simplified styles, because at the end of the day, when you simplify something, you're trying to get the, the basic idea of what that item is in its most simplistic form. And in order to, to do that, sometimes you need to know every little detail of that item. Um, a lot of people don't, don't get this with, um, like anime art or, uh, manga art, but, that is some of the um, most beautiful art because while you're still keeping in correct proportions, um, you're really taking something that can be super detailed like the human body and condensing it into its most simplified form and still being readable to to the viewer. When someone looks at that artwork, they can still identify 
every aspect of what should be there. And their eye almost automatically plugs in that detail. And that's something that's great with simplified cartoony or, or anime style or, um, you know, even just basic block shapes almost, you know, sometimes doing just sketches of general shapes um, can look really beautiful if it's done correctly. And in order to do that, sometimes you need to explore a little bit more of that detail. So it's important to switch up your style, try something new. Maybe if you're, you know, used to using a really dark color palette, kind of switch it up and, and, uh, you know, go with more bright colors, um, you know, go crazy, get neons in there. Um, it'll make you appreciate when you go back to your original style, all the little things that you might've been missing. Um, and again, that just kind of helps avoid that block and that burnout because you're changing it up. You're giving your mind a new task. And, you know, every time someone's given something new, uh, they're going to work harder at it than if it's just something that you've been repeating on. Um, next here, we got change subjects of art. So that's a big one. Um, again, especially for a group that I'm part of with the Destiny community artists, you know, we get so caught up in doing Destiny art. Um, and at some point, if you want to continue to do Destiny art and continue to do your best work, you're going to need to do um, something different. You know, I took a break for a little bit and started doing something that I haven't done since high school, which is a lot of skull and, you know, plants and darker concepts. And now that I'm working on my collaboration piece, um, where all the artists are drawing our own guardians for a, a big collaboration. And if you want to be a part of that, go ahead and reach out to Faisal Mecki on Twitter. Um, let him know you're interested and kind of give him a sample of your work. He's the one that's forefronting that. And, you know, he definitely wants to check out your guys's work and make sure it fits with the whole theme and get it organized. So the more artists we get in there, the better. But um, as I was saying, you definitely want to change up your style me doing these skull drawings and now switching to my uh, my character basically for the collaboration, I've noticed I'm I'm really into now drawing the armor and now doing a full body and getting in those details, you know, the shimmer and the glows on the armor because you don't really get that when you're doing these black and white, you know, darker um, skull and plant-like things. They don't really shine and gleam like armor does. So for me, it's exciting again. It's it's fun and it's preventing me from having that burnout and it's giving me a chance to put my best work forward, which is awesome, especially for this collaboration. So um, it's important. Keep changing up the subjects of art as you start to feel yourself getting tired of one specific style. Um, you know, reach out, maybe do you know, some, some mecha, some drones, some, uh, you know, fighter craft. I did a little bit of a fighter craft study for a little bit, um, to kind of get away from destiny and it was fun. Um, another one that can be huge is looking at others art. So this is something that I personally do all the time. I'm like addicted to art station and checking out everyone's artwork on there or Instagram as well. Um, so Instagram is actually a really quick and easy one to do. Um, you can actually follow hashtags. I'm not sure if you guys all know this, but if you follow a hashtag, basically it gives your newsfeed just a blast of that hashtag. So when you go in, you're kind of browsing through your newsfeed and you see, you know, like artists on Instagram, 
you click that hashtag and you just have like thousands and thousands and thousands of people across the world that have all submitted this artwork it can really be refreshing to see you know the talent out there maybe one person kind of looked at something this way and you may not have seen it in that same way um i know for me looking at digital artists because that's my primary medium um it just blows my mind you know from seeing all the artists that work on like magic cards to, you know, Disney and Pixar style art to, you know, wow and world of Warcraft. And there's so many fan artists out there that do basically remakes of that specific style. And I can just look at it all day. And when I'm done looking at it, I'm just so inspired to get back out there and draw and to, to better myself, to get on some of their level because some of those artists are just absolutely incredible. And, you know, when you look at it and you're like, okay, you know, if they can do it, I can do it. And it makes you want to strive and get better and, and keep progressing. So it is important to look at others art. And it's also a good way for you to meet other artists, sometimes just browsing through and looking at people's art and being like, wow, that guy's incredible. Maybe you give them a follow or a like, um, and you start to get to know that person and it can lead to, you know, better things for you later on, or maybe they're even willing to offer you some advice if they're a more seasoned artist. Um, so next one here we got is work on a study. So if you, if you don't know what working on a study means, a study is basically when you're taking another artist's artwork or a photograph and you're trying to replicate it, whether you're trying to just replicate the colors or replicate um, exactly how it's drawn. Uh, you can even, you know, exaggerate design and stuff in your own style, but you're still trying to take what the subject is and recreate it. And by doing that, you get to learn why the artist chose to do something a certain way or how something functions better. Um, I know when you do a lot of uh, like mechanical studies, right? If you look at a car or you look at a plane, boats, whatever it may be, um, as you're working on these studies and you're taking images at different, uh, like poses or different angles, you'll start to learn things about those, those drawings and it lets you create them from memory a lot easier. Um, so as you're working on these studies, you kind of learn something new and then you can apply it to your artwork again. And when you do that, Basically, it's giving you a whole new fresh take on how to create something and it almost forces you to not have that artist block because you've now learned something new that you can apply and it's making you think in different ways than you did before just without you even trying. Um, I recently did a study of a famous World War II painting of a Spitfire and while doing the actual plane wasn't really the main focus of it, I felt like I could draw the plane fairly decent. Um, the main thing from the image that I wanted to take away was the way they used, you know, so many different colors, but they all kind of blended together without being overbearing. And that's something that I want to try and start applying to my own artwork. Um, and that's the biggest benefit of studies. You know, it gets you to learn something new and apply it to your own work later. Um, please note, if you do a study, uh, do not try and take credit for it as your own. Don't ever post that it's your own. You can say 
you know, here's a study. Um, if you don't happen to know who the artist is, um, you can still share it, obviously, but don't ever claim that it's a, an original piece or that it's something that you did all on your own. You always want to give credit to the original artist, whether you're able to tag them in it because you know exactly who they are, or you're able to just say, hey, this is a study of an original painting. And, you know, you can always post a link to the original or, you know, post a link to the image that you found online. Um, but it is important when you do studies to definitely not take credit for them as original pieces. You want to make sure that people are aware that it is just a study. Um, so next one, change mediums. So by that, I mean changing up how you're drawing. Um, for me, I primarily do digital. Um, I used to primarily do oil painting. And so whenever I get kind of burnt out on digital, I'll switch back to oil paintings. And I don't really rarely um, share those. I kind of like to keep those to myself um, just because it's a little bit more personal. It's a little more time consuming. And it's something that I just like to do in order to uh, take a break from digital work. Um, it doesn't have to be oil painting. It can be different for everyone. You know, you can go back to just doing a pen and pencil um, in a sketchbook. You can try charcoal, pastels. There's so many mediums of art that you can do to to change it up from what you do naturally um, that you almost have just endless options. You know, collage, uh mosaic you know there's just tons and tons so if you're you're finding yourself getting that artist block or you're finding yourself getting burnt out try and change up the medium try and um, you know design using different tools and you might find that when you go back to you know what you're comfortable with and what you're best at you'll you'll find that you appreciate it more because you spent some time doing something else um Here's a big one. Do something else that's creative. And what I mean by do something else that's creative um, doesn't have to be artwork all the time. Sometimes giving yourself a break to play music or listen to music, read a book, um, you know, even playing, you know, sports or or doing something along those lines, um, that can be creative in its own way, you know. Um, the, the whole point of it is to basically, you want to do something that's still using the right side of your brain, but it isn't necessarily creating artwork. Um, so, you know, the biggest comparison I always see is, you know, uh, drawing to music. You know, if you're a talented individual that can play an instrument by all means, it's a great idea to draw for, you know, maybe two hours, then maybe, you know, play the guitar for, you know, 30 minutes and then get back to drawing or however you need to do. Um, the biggest one that I do is uh, definitely um, reading a book or just listening to music. Um, I love reading, especially stuff that has really deep uh, lore and history. I love fantasy books and, um, one that I turn to a lot is the uh, Dark Towers. And the reason why I like it so much is because the book is actually um, based off of colors. The society that they live in, there's these uh, 
basically these different towers and inside the towers, people are broken into classes by color. So it still gives me a really vivid image in my mind as I'm reading. And a lot of times once I'm done reading and I get back to drawing, I carry over all, all that vividness and all that heavy description and it can apply to my artwork and it really does help a lot. Um, so it is important to try something else that's creative and just get away from um, what you're usually doing as far as your drawing. Alrighty. All right, so the next one here is setting strict rules for yourself. So when you're setting rules for yourself, it's important to keep in mind things that are doable and sustainable. Um, a good rule that I kind of use is keeping myself limited on um, a certain time. So if I say I'm going to work on this project today, I'll say I'm going to work on it for two hours and then I'm going to take a 15-minute break. Um, and by doing that, it kind of gives me a reason to stop, even though maybe I'm really into a certain section of my artwork and I kind of want to push through it and get it done. Um, it's forcing me to keep that break there, which refreshes me and lets me come back to the artwork stronger. Um, a lot of times you don't notice the fatigue that you're experiencing while you're drawing. So sometimes setting those rules up for yourself and it can be um, anything, you know, maybe um, once you hit a certain, you know, line on your, on your artwork, you know, that's where you're going to take a break and start again tomorrow or, you know, whatever the rules that you want to set up that work best for you are the strict rules that you need to abide by. And when I say strict rules, it's basically uh, holding yourself to those rules. So while the rules can be anything, even silly things, it's important that you stick to them because by sticking to them, it creates a habit. And when you develop these habits, um, it, it's better for you in the long run as far as creating. Um, you know, you'll be able to create something that's healthy and something that is um, beneficial to your artwork. Last but not least, uh, collaborating with other artists on a project. So if you're someone who always works by themselves and you always just focus on your own artwork, um, you know, burnout can probably happen pretty quickly. A great way to get out of that is by collaborating with other artists. Um, not only are they taking, uh, uh, you know, half of the work from you, which you know, saves you from having to put a lot more time and effort into it. But it's also neat to see how maybe your styles blend, how maybe that artist saw the image differently than the way you did. Um, when you collaborate with others, it, it just, it opens up new doors. You can develop friendships from it. You can do a lot of things from it. And a lot of times it, it grows a deeper passion for the artwork that you have and the deeper your passion, the less likely you're going to get artist blocker, artist burnout. Um, when someone's really passionate about something, you know, you never hear them say, oh, I absolutely love this, but I don't ever want to do it. You know, 
the more they're passionate about it, the more often they want to do it, the more often they want to create. And a big way to do that is by um, working with other artists because it's infectious, you know, when, when they're super into a, a style or super into particular work, you'll find yourself um, super into it as well. And, you know, you kind of get to play off each other and feed off of each other. And, you know, if you're looking for a group um, to collaborate with, DCA is always open. Um, you know, we have a couple of rules as far as, you know, acting appropriately and, and being mature and, and, uh, you know, we do expect artists to, to want to grow and better themselves. And if we see that you're just kind of stagnant, then, um, you're not really there to develop, which is what the group is about. But once you're in that group, you know, there's tons of like-minded artists, um, tons of easy and approachable people that you can then collaborate with. So it's important to, and you know, you don't have to join DCA or, or a group um, like that, but joining a group often helps with being able to collaborate with other people. Um, so I do believe it's important to find a group that you feel comfortable with and that you feel like can benefit yourself um, both in, you know, a mental state uh, with your artwork and also just with a, with a friendship, you know, it's important to make friends, um, that have similar interests and joining groups like this often leads to that. So, um, definitely collaborate with other artists, uh, whenever you have the opportunity and, you know, you might teach them something new, they might teach you something new. Um, either way, you're both benefiting and you're both being able to move forward and, and get better as artists and avoid having that artist block or being burnt out. So so those are my uh, 10 tips for how to avoid artist block and burnout. Uh, if you have any suggestions to avoid artist block and burnout, be sure to leave them in the comments and uh, I'll be sure to get it out in a tweet or uh, post here on Anchor. Um, that way other people can benefit from your tips. Alrighty. Thanks everyone for listening and I'll catch you guys next Friday.